When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to talk to you today about understanding and kind of like breaking down some of the cycle of narcissistic abuse. We've done a couple of videos about this in different aspects, but I want to try to give an overview and kind of walk you through it in a little bit different way today. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. The founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access right now for this next week at claritychallenge.net. Signups are happening now. You don't want to miss out on being with a new group of survivors that are going through and getting clarity about what's been going on, getting clarity from the confusion and the crazy making that you've been put through in the emotional abuse, the toxic, and the narcissistic relationship that you've been in. So check that out at claritychallenge.net. We'd love to have you part of that. If you're watching this and you're new or anything like that, please subscribe. Just hit that notification so you can see when we drop new videos, when we're talking through different aspects of narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism. Want to be able to help educate and bring people into a group of people that are he- that are working to heal, to grow, to change, to develop, to become the person, the people that they were called to be. Okay. So when we're talking through this aspect of narcissistic abuse, I want to kind of walk through a couple different steps here of like understanding some of it, recognizing, breaking it, and then moving forward. Okay. So that's kind of the direction that we're going. So understanding and like seeing the aspect of the narcissistic abuse and like the cycle that it happens. So there's different pieces, there's different aspects to it. I'm not going to dive into all of them, but we have a lot of times the idealization stage where the narcissist is pumping you up, is putting you on the pedestals, making you feel like the best person ever, and then they sweep that out. They sweep that out and we dive right into the devaluation stage of where you start to get belittled. You start to have different things pulled back from you. You start to have like that like cognitive distance of like what's wrong in the relationship. Like like they're saying that they're okay, but then they're not okay. Like the covert side of like, hey, are you mad? No, I'm not mad, but you can tell they're mad. Like that's the covert piece. The overt piece is just flat out devaluation. Like you're stupid, you're an idiot, like raging at you, like all these different things to be able to put you down. So the idealization stage pumps you up, makes you feel good. Like makes it feel like the best thing ever that you're groomed there that's when your soulmates that's when you get a lot of love bombing then the devaluation stage like boom you're knocked down you have to be below the narcissist you can't do anything right there's nothing that you there's no space for your feelings for your emotions it's all like knocked down okay so idealization devaluation and then typically we have discard And so with discard, that is either way, it's kind of hard to be able to define sometimes, but sometimes is where they just walk out. And we see that a lot of times. Like narcissist walks out on you, they go to a new supply, new person, and they're like, okay, I'm gonna be with this person, I no longer want you anymore, okay? Uh, The second aspect is where either you leave or you get placed in a situation where you're being put in a reverse discard situation. Now, when we're talking about reverse discard, like the big aspect of reverse discard is where the narcissist wants you to leave and is trying to leverage things to make you leave without looking like the bad person. A lot of times you'll see this in covert, in covert narcissists, where they want you to leave and walk out of the relationship, but they don't want to look like they're making you do that or that they're responsible. 
These are the people that are typically going to like say how much they hate the relationship, but then they'll be unwilling to sign the divorce papers. They say how much they despise how abusive you are, but then when you get ready to walk out the door, they're begging you to stay. Or they're saying like, why won't you go to therapy with me? Or why won't you get into counseling? All these different things are meant as ways to leverage so they don't feel bad and so they don't look bad to other people because they tried, even though they still wanted you to leave to start off with. So you have the idealization, the devaluation, then the discard. And then a lot of times we also have the Hoover. Now you're like, why would we even have a Hoover? Like, why does it even matter? They're with a new person. They've left. I've left. Anything like that. Well, a Hoover a lot of times happens when a narcissist is either one low on supply and they need a validation. They need a, an air pump in their tires to pump them back up. Or they just want to have that control piece over like, I remember the feeling I had when I was able to control this person. I remember the connection I was able to have by getting what I wanted from this person that moment. So you have to understand sometimes it's they move on to another person and then they look back at all the different supplies, the different people. And they're like, which one can I tap today? Like, which one can I actually get something from? or that will pump me up. Narcissists are typically looking for that validation, that admiration, and so like when they find that with one person, it'll last for a little bit, but then they're gonna keep needing more and more and more. And like the addict is gonna need bigger hits to be able to sustain the addiction. And so that's what they're doing a lot of times is going back. And you understand to be able to stop that, that's on you, okay? Like being able to say like, you're not coming back in my life, this isn't happening, let me go ahead and block, ghost, go no contact so that it doesn't happen. That's essential to make sure you actually don't get that Hoover back. Okay, so like walking through those different things and you need to understand with the Hoover, it puts you right back at the beginning of the cycle. Then it's going to happen time and time and time again. It'll repeat as many times as you let it repeat. Okay, like the, the Hoover will happen as many times as you let them back in. The Hoover will happen as many times as you tell yourself the story, oh, they're changed. They didn't actually mean it. It wasn't that bad. And you start to minimize and put things down and you get to the place where you're stuck right back into idealize, devalue, discard, Hoover, start it all over again. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense. It's trying to help you understand and break down some of the cycle that's going on. We're talking about narcissistic abuse. Now, understanding and recognizing some of those signs is absolutely essential. Now, I mentioned a couple, like when we were going through different things, but like understanding what they're doing and how they're interacting with you. So I normally talk, and I've got several videos on how narcissists distort reality. They do it in three different ways. So they do it either by distorting your past, so like changing your perspective of like what was actually happening in the past, of like this wasn't real, didn't happen. You'll see this happen in relationships and arguments in all different pieces where you'll say something and they'll be like, I didn't say that. Like, yeah, you did. You literally just said it. So we had, um, we had somebody I was working with that she recounted a description of a time when she was working, when she was communicating with her husband and when she was communicating in the kitchen, they had these cameras up and everything for their security system. Like he said something that was super offensive and she was like, I can't believe you said that to me. And you know, was just really frustrated. And he was like, I never said that. What are you talking about? And, and literally kept going through the same process of like, I didn't say that. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. She pulled up the iPad and pulled up the camera that was in the kitchen and replayed it for him and where he could hear his words. And he was like, I didn't say that. That's Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's not real. 
so much to the point where she had to take the iPad to her friends and family and be like, play, play it for them, and then be like, what did you hear? Because how much was getting changed in her head because of that person looking her dead in the face and being like, that wasn't me. Like, you're hearing it wrong. A lot of times, narcissists will change your past perspective of like what actually happened by, by gaslighting. By saying like this didn't happen and you also don't know what you're talking about. You don't know like what's actually going on. They'll do it in the moment, beginning of the relationship, and they'll do it in the moment of the aspect of love bombing, of like overt praise and like pushing so much towards you. This is where the relationship moves really fast. This is where we go from like zero to a hundred. Like love is mentioned like instantly, like you want to get married, move in, like all this stuff is like super, super fast, but it's like super, super fast to get past the red flags, to get past the things that you don't want to see because if you did, you'd probably back off. Okay. The love bombing is also sometimes used in the relationship around accountability. Like you hold that person accountable and they get mad and frustrated. Well, they're going to bring something back in sometimes to distract you from the fact that you just held them accountable for something that probably should have bigger consequences than just, oh, here's some roses. Now everything's better. Okay. Uh, then you have future faking. And the, the third way that narcissists distort uh, your reality is by giving you future promises. Like this will eventually happen and it never does. And with that, a lot of times it's not the intent of even it happening. You see future faking at the beginning of the relationship being like, oh, this is the future we have designed and you're the best person for me without the means, the capability, or like actually going through the motions to do that. And you also have it in the moment of future faking again to avoid that accountability in the moment. Okay. Those are just like a tiny little bit, like didn't even scratch the surface. Uh, different rage, uh, different aspects of abuse, whether that's mental, physical, emotional, sexual, like we see a lot of it, you know, where you're devalued, where you're put down, where there's no space for your emotions, your feelings, like there's a whole lot of different things that happen there. And I've got several videos talking about, do you know the red flags, like 30 red flags, like, so check out some of those, okay? Breaking the cycle ends up getting to the place of understanding, one, you have to see the cycle and you have to understand the cycle. You have to understand what's happening in it and then you have to be able to stop it. Now, this has the aspect of making sure that you're focused on you and a safety piece. So safety as far as like being with a narcissist and being able to break free enough so that you can focus on your healing. A lot of times you cannot do that when you're in that toxic relationship because you're getting re-traumatized every single day. So you need to set, set a way to separate or to set some type of boundary so you can actually have space maybe in the relationship to start that healing. And ultimately, if that person is not willing to change, it means you break that off, you go no contact, and you work on your healing apart from that person. That's one of the best ways to be able to actually heal and move forward. So when we're talking about like setting boundaries, need you understand boundaries are for you. They're not for the other person. And they're the limit of how much you're going to take. So that person keeps pushing your buttons and pushing you and pushing you against something you said like, no, I don't want to do this. That's when you need to remove yourself from the situation. Okay. Learning how to build up your own trust, your own confidence. Those are by the repeated efforts of what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis saying, this is something I can do. And then you do it. And then it actually shows that you can do it. And you continue to do that. That's building that confidence. We have some pieces about that going like in a much deeper level inside the clarity challenge of like how to rebuild yourself. Cause that's what it's talking about there. Okay. And then like moving forward. So like talking through like some of the aspects, like getting out of a relationship, getting to the place where you've, you've got to the place where you've started to heal, you've set boundaries, maybe you've gotten to a place where you've left, or you've made, uh, gone no contact. Then it's like, how do you actually start processing that? Because typically you're left holding the bag with a lot of shit. 
and you're left holding the bag with a trauma bond that still has you stuck ruminating and thinking and having intrusive thoughts about this person. With that, it's getting to the place of understanding that the reason why you have those intrusive thoughts and your reason why you have that rumination and the reason why you want to go back to that person is all based on the trauma bond, which is based on the story that you're telling yourself. You see, the story that you're telling yourself is based on your perspective, your upbringing, future partners, like uh, past partners, all these different types of things. And it gives you a perspective of like, maybe this will happen. Maybe this will work. I see the possibility. I see the hope. I have potential with this person. And you're unwilling to face the facts, the truth of the situation. A lot of times I'll say to people, the truth will set you free. And I really do believe that. I believe that's the only way a person can actually get free from narcissistic abuse is by acknowledging the radical acceptance piece, acknowledging the truth and being able to understand the story that you believe is false. The story that you believe that keeps sucking you back to that person is not based on reality, but oftentimes it's based on a fantasy. Those are the things that we work with people every single day, whether it's working with them one-on-one, whether it's inside uh, the NARC app, or whether it's inside the Clarity Challenge, or inside uh, the Nuke Challenges coming out, the Escape from Toxicity, 7-Day Challenge to Healing. Like All these different things are like geared towards the idea of helping you get to the truth. Not one singular truth of like, this is what you have to believe, but your truth of what was demonstrated, what was shown, what was put through in the relationship. What were you put through in the relationship? It's not that you went through and experienced these hard times with people. It's these people made you experience the hard times. So like you need to be able to put it in perspective a lot of times. I need you to understand that you're not alone. You're not hopeless. You're not crazy. So like if you're running through some of this stuff, if some of this stuff just resonated, I know this is like a really quick overview. If some of this stuff resonated, reach out for help. Whether you're getting involved in the NARC app, go to narcapp.com. Whether you're like diving in like full steam into the Clarity Challenge at claritychallenge.net. If you want to work with me one-on-one, if you want to talk, if you want to get questions answered, if we want to talk through like how to get closure, different pieces to help you understand and get clarity of who you are and what's been happening in the relationship, you can reach out. We'd love to talk to you as well. You can go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to be able to help be a part of your healing, your growth, your change, and your development moving forward.